Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian who's originally from San Francisco. He toured for a decade and is now a writer and commercial and film actor in Los Angeles. Always happy to have him back on the panel. Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, welcome, sir. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I'll be your Charles Grodin for the next 90 minutes or so. Well, you know, I, I, I will say, you know, because this has become a running joke. It and is. You have, been, you have been the utility player. Uh, I did not know, as as we are recording, uh-huh. there is a, a women's march going on downtown. Right now? Uh, yeah, it's like a national thing. The L.A. one is uh, the, the March for Abortion Rights. Okay. So... You know, our usual, because, you know, and especially, you know, abortion is in the news a bit this week, and I don't like to discuss it when the panel is all dudes, because that's kind of how we got into this mess. (laughs) Uh, Right. So, you know, I mean, it's like, it's not hands off, but it's like, we're not going to do a deep dive. Let let Um, those without a penis cast the first stone. Yeah, you know, figure that's that's the right way to go. So, you know, in weeks where where there is big abortion news, normally like to have women on the panel. So, you know, but... They're they're all they're, marching. They're either marching or in Canada. So it's, damn those women. You know that's that's where we're at. Uh, by the way, if you're a female comedian in Los Angeles with a uh, liberal bent and a high tolerance for idiocy, uh, get in touch with me. Uh, <laughs> Slip into my DMs, ladies. You know how it is. Uh, except business is all business. Yeah. Uh, but. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having uh, yeah. me over, And man. this wasn't a last minute call. It was like, oh, shit, Women's March Wednesday. Jeff? <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, this is this is way ahead of time, usually. It's yeah. a couple hours usually before. Usually like a Thursday, Friday, like, hey. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Groden. <laughs> Paging Mr. Yeah, I feel like I should have like a Groden light that, you know, it's like just projects from uh, from Hollywood to the west side. You know? <laughs> like the like, bat signal? The Groden signal. <laughs> I must podcast on Saturday. Just, just, just the silhouette of a big microphone onto a crowd. With with a toupee. With a toupee. And I can look at it and go, I must go now. But it's a good looking toupee. It's, you know, it's... What, it's, what are the better toupees in Hollywood? Yeah, it was one of those where it's like, it's really not fooling anybody who's seen like, you know, your earlier work, but it's, it's not bad. You know, it's not noticeable, like... Unless you picture Charles Grodin from the like really receding hairline years. Yeah. Wow. Midnight Run, best show. Oh my God. Brilliant movie. Yeah. F- fucking hilarious. Just, I mean, you know, him, De Niro, uh, Dennis Farina, you know, it's like just jo- Joey Pants. Joe yeah. Alston? Early Joe Alston running around? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, classic movie. If you haven't, if you have not yet seen Midnight Run, like what. Just stop and think about where your life went wrong. <laughs> and do a little something to remedy. Check your streaming services. Worst case scenario, Redbox. I don't know. Wherever call, the kids are getting the movies. Call your parents. Days. They've got a VHS copy somewhere. Very likely. Yeah. <laughs> Blow the dust off the uh, the old VCR and uh, rock on. S- settle in for a wonderful uh, early Danny Elfman. Uh, soundtrack on really that. yeah that's where all the big horns come in at that, that, that. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's early danny elfman nice 
So, well, yeah, it, see, now, a, now, a quality film, my friends. And now we qualify as an educational show for this episode. So, <laughs> tax thank you. break. This is, this is why we bring you to the table, Jeffrey Scott Hendrick. Also on the panel, as always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, film critic, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. And hey, I'm that only brother that comes in all the time. You feel like the Charles Grodin. I'm that black man that comes in and speaks. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, power to you the know, people. the, the yeah, tagline for this show could always be a black guy and a Jew walk into a studio, you know. <laughs> And we bring along some of our wacky friends. Hey, it's a good time uh, this fall on ABC. Um, Nah, I'm not working with them. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean... Yeah, it, you, yeah, you the, would. The check's clear, but yeah. you know, if if I'm going to be shopping my own thing around, they're not going to be on my list. I'm going to make them come to me. There you go. That's the way I go. Who's who's this business badass talking shit about Disney? <laughs> well, that'd be me. I'm Doctor David Robinson. <laughs> I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, and we do have plenty to talk about this week. But first, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. Available in Delta Variant everywhere now and when you least expect it. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. Mmm, tasty, and now we've got Mew. <laughs> we've got the Mew variant. Yeah, although I haven't been hearing a lot about it, so, no. you know, because well, I you remember... Know, no Mews is good in Mews. <laughs> oh! I've been I, sitting on that joke for three I, weeks, uh, Dave. Three weeks of it, like, I had to put it in the freezer to keep it I safe. Am, I am so glad to uh, give you the outlet for that. That was that was well executed. Oh, that man. was beautiful. I should be executed for that no, joke. No, that... <laughs> You're, you're in the right place. Hey, you know, someone else making jokes like that, it just prevents me from having to do it. And I am, I am so thankful for that. Well, that. Glad I could take a comedy bullet for you, Dave. I will, I will be thinking about that one all day and possibly into the week. Who knows? Uh, no, yeah. But I remember uh, it was probably a month ago yeah. when they had the first reports of the Mu variant in California. Yeah. And then the next week, there was a little bit of news about it uh, and a, a slight uptick. But then 
haven't heard anything. And I don't know if that's because there's been so much other shit to talk about. Um, no, because that's that's the kind of news that stays in the news. I just think it's one of those variants that just fizzled out, which happens with viruses. Yeah. Wait, you know? what? Science? Yeah. We're, we're using science yeah, here? Is, yeah. is that why California isn't, at, at least, you know, the, the major population areas, Southern California... That'd be uh, L.A. and San Diego, northern San Francisco, obviously. You get out into the sticks and the farmland a little bit. Well, we're not doing uh, quite the so good there. But we're still doing better than Texas, Florida, there was a Alabama, great, Louisiana. Great, uh, great pair of maps on social media that popped up. from the New York Times. That, that was the overlay of the recall in mm-hmm. California how that went oh, yeah, and the yeah, COVID yeah. spread. Yeah, they were doing that the night of the election, uh, uh, Steve Kornacki hey, on, on MSNBC. group of idiots. Kind of oh, weird, isn't it? No. But yeah, there was uh, there was a, a map that came out this week of because, uh, by the way, and I was, I was going to save this, but congratulations, America. We've crossed the 700,000 line. Uh, and there was a map of the, the deaths since like just the last hundred thousand right you know like since we hit that 600 mark which i think was still post vaccine yep so vaccine widely available the last hundred thousand deaths and it just it's like a a map of a trail from texas to florida yeah and uh hmm, you wonder it, like it makes co- me wonder, and again, uh, getting ahead of myself on my own this time without any help, uh, what's the use of gerrymandering these states if all the Republican <laughs> Trump voters are dying? Yeah, it's a real trail of fears. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've got two already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You on the board. Well, we should we should probably get deeper into the show, give everyone else a chance to score. It is the 40th Saturday of the year, and being the 2nd of October, that also means it is National Fried Scallops Day, National Name Your Car Day, National Custodial Workers Recognition Day, and National Produce Misting Day. So, mist your produce, <laughs> name your car, and take your favorite janitor out for some fried scallops. Uh, enjoy the day. Also, uh... My buddy Jeffro's birthday, so uh, happy birthday for your rabbi. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I, I do know other Jeffs. I would uh, hope so. <laughs> I am neither uh, having a birthday nor am I a rabbi. No, no neither is he. Uh, oh. <laughs> but it just seems to work. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, there are some nicknames that it's you know. like, you know, how, how'd you come up with that? Well, uh, I do a lot of drugs. And uh, then I got, I got stuck know. with Dave Henderson from the Oakland A's, the old ball player. <laughs> I got stuck with Hendu by, by like there's a small group of my friends that are I've known for 30 years, and that's the name I still answer to with them. Like my buddy's wife calls me Hendu, and she wasn't even working with us at the chart house a million years ago. But wow, you worked at the chart, I worked at the chart, chart house, house in San Francisco when there was one, and there were five of us named Jeff all working at the same restaurant at the same wow. time. So everybody got a handle. Everybody got a new nickname. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know what's weird? I've been working on this show uh, where there are several duplicate names. There, there are like two Richards. Uh, there, up until later this, this past week, there were two Davids. Okay. And I don't know what happened to the other one, but I'm... I'm just glad I won, I guess. Yeah, you ran him off. That's what you did. You Correct. ran him off. You're the Highlander of this set uh, yeah. now. <laughs> there, can only, there can be only one. Yeah. 
I'm not going to listen to you, you stupid Spaniard. I'm not Spanish. I'm Egyptian. It's like the Egyptian guy who dresses like a Spaniard is the only one in the movie who sounds Scottish. Uh, just go with it. You, you, yeah, lie, you lied to me, you peacock. <laughs> but here's, okay, here's the thing. With with movies like Highlander right. and, and stuff like this, and this is why a minor pet peeve, like I understand the desire for representation in movies, okay. you know, like um, let's actually have, you know, trans actors playing trans characters makes sense. You know, um, th- and there are times, you know, it's like there, there were people complaining about the, uh, the new season of uh, American crime story where, um, um, God, why did I just blank on her name? Uh, star of the damn show. Uh, anyway, she's wearing a fat suit. To portray oh, right, Linda right, Tripp. Right, right, right. And people are all upset. Like, well, why didn't you hire Sarah a fat Paulson. actress? Thank you. Oh, my God. Like, total brain fart. Cut back on the weed for breakfast, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just for breakfast anymore. Um, but, yeah. So, there are people upset about her wearing a fat suit. And, well, why didn't you just get a fat actress? And if if the defining characteristic of the character was being fat, then I would totally, but I think Sarah Paulson brings something to the role as an actress right. that it's like, no, that's what you were going for with the performance. The option, the option that immediately came to mind for me was to age Rebel Wilson. <laughs> there's, there's that. But then she's going to have to lose the accent and all the comedy because it's Linda Tripp. Well, Not funny. Yeah, but and and the other thing, and I was talking to someone about this. If if you've been watching the show, her performance as Linda Tripp so reminds me of Danny DeVito's performance as the Penguin <laughs> in Batman Returns. I mean, it's just like she's got these like weird little facial tics and things, and it's it's fucking brilliant, you know. And I mean, okay, yes, I I'm. I wouldn't say I'm biased. I mean, the only reason I'm really watching this is because I worked on the show. So it's okay. like, you know, but yeah. she's fucking great in it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when they did the Ten Commandments and, you know, black folks was like, uh, I don't think Cleopatra looked up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it being in that part of the world, they're that color. Yeah, yeah. Where are your colored people now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> your God is... Diga, don't smoke. Yeah. Bring, bring me Moses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's funny. When, did you watch Magne- the Magnificent Seven? The remake or the old? The, 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 the original. The, old yeah. one. Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah. 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 Which you know, James Colburn. You know. Joel Brenner. You know, yeah. So that's the only one that you're like, okay, where is this cat coming from? Joel Brenner. <laughs> And he's got those skinny little cigarettes, little cigar. Yeah. And I heard that him and Clint Eastwood didn't get along. Really? Oh, no, he and, he and Steve McQueen didn't get oh, along. Oh, I'm talking, I'm talking about Steve oh, McQueen. Steve oh, McQueen. yeah. Oh, there, no shit. There yeah. are some wonderful stories about that movie because every time, you're absolutely right, every time it was Yule's scene, Steve McQueen was doing something. He's loading his gun. <laughs> he's <laughs> cutting bread. He's working on his hat band right. to take the focus off of you. I would have never even thought that he would do that. I mean, because like, dude, you're Steve McQueen. Everybody loves Steve McQueen. You know, Wanted and Bullet and, you know. Great Great Escape. Escape. Great Escape, you know. I mean, you know, it's like, 
you got everything. Dude, you're the cool. At one time, everybody wanted to be Steve McQueen. More so, I mean, they loved Steve because he was just so. Because you know, they got when they once they found out about John Wayne and the shit that he was doing. You know, they're like, you know, "Fuck you!" They don't want to be around you. And then you know, Steve, they wanted to be, you know, want to be around Steve. Everybody thought he was cool, you know. And you'd have never thought that Steve was doing stuff like that, but he, well, he was, you know. Uh, Crazy times, man. I wonder. I wonder. But see. All the other stories I've heard about Steve McQueen is that he was a really cool cat. Right. So I'm wondering what the static was between him and Yule that right. would make him do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Yule was, you know, um, other than you heard that he smoked a lot or whatever, but I mean, he had that voice and, you know, he, oh, yeah. He walk, you know, and all this stuff. He was, I mean, he, I, you know, you wonder because I think the first chronological thing that I saw him in, not the first thing I saw him in, but. His career-wise was uh, uh, King and I, yeah, right. You know, and I like always saw that like regal King of Siam kind of persona, and like, and even like the stoicism in his his robot cowboy in Westworld. Yeah, he always carried himself like the king. Yeah, Yeah. always. And I wonder if that's what what rankled Steve because Steve knew, right? Like nobody's the king. Well, if anybody's the king, nobody beats the king. Was that after Ten Commandments? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the, I wonder because you know if it was if, if the Ten Commandments came before, then he was the shit because at the time the Ten Commandments came out. But oh, also, I mean, but also a king. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was the king. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, king of Siam, the, the, Pharaoh of Egypt. Bring me what? Bring me what? Bring me, bring me Judah Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> bring me, bring me Moses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, and then and you had the great Vincent Price in that movie too, man. Yeah, and, ten, uh, ten Commandments was and, uh, deep on uh, talent. Edward uh, 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 G. Robinson. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see? yeah see? see the Ten Commandments. See yeah. in theaters everywhere. Yeah. No, that was, you know, because the yeah, the networks know their target audience. So yeah. Ten Commandments was always on TV yeah. uh, when I was growing up, like the first or second night of Passover. And Jesus. And um, didn't pay attention to that. That wasn't on the TV. Well, <laughs> was, it was the greatest was, story ever told. Right. Yeah. You uh, know. Die Hard? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. The, yeah. The movie called The Greatest Story Ever So. Yeah. Which was. Uh, <laughs> you lost me for a minute. I'm going to be over here collapsing a pool of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Die hard. Um, no. Best, I mean, best Christmas movie ever. And I, oh, I fuck, will yeah. fight to the death on this one. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, I think the only reason Bruce Willis said it wasn't is because he's, he's a Republican troll. And, yeah. But he doesn't want to get involved in the political bullshit, but he was missing out on all the political oh, trolling man. that Scott Bayo was doing, uh, John Voight. So he's like, well, how can I How can I like upset people for no good reason with, with complete and utter bullshit? Oh, I'll tell them Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. I read an article recently, like yesterday, about him and Haley Idaho. Mm, oh, I got a buddy with stories. Yeah. Which one's Haley Idaho? This is um, no, no, no. Bruce, Bruce and Demi, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That one slipped by. <laughs> wow. That was a, ship that was comes a, on the board strong. <laughs> ship with a 92-mile-an-hour slider right through the box, swaying right. Nobody saw that one coming, folks. Ship from three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a town actually. God, that's so fucking funny. 
Because I would think that I thought that they named her child. Didn't they name you her child? Sly so? bastard, you. But, well, I think Ron Howard and his wife—they're the ones. Like, because uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, I think they have another kid whose middle name is where the child was conceived. Uh-huh. Oh. So okay. yeah, there are celebrities who do that. They went and got their child from there. No, 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 so, no, no, no. Haley, Idaho is a town. Oh, okay. In Idaho, right? Uh, not far from. Um, is it Sun City? Uh, yeah, I thought right. that was in South Africa. No, Sun Valley. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Sun City is where we don't want to play. Uh 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 uh. Thank you. <laughs> Sun Valley, Idaho, the big ski town. There's a little town about 40 minutes away called Haley. Okay. So basically, Bruce and Demi went in and bought it, oh, like shit. lock, stock, and barrel. They took all uh-huh. over all these old businesses, and they kind of turned it into what they called Planet Haleywood. Oh wow! <laughs> and everything was going great until they sort of lost interest and took off and like left this poor town wow. without all the Demi and Bruce dollars. Wow. Because wow. she went and started chasing behind a little young guy. What was his name? Ashton Kusher for a yeah, while. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And then, you know, they had, now what's their child? Because they named their kids these weird names. What they, they, their daughters. Well, there's Rumor. Rumor, yeah. yeah. Rumor. That, that, uh, I thought that um, was the one. That's why I thought it was Haley, Haley Idaho. Right. I thought that her name was Haley Idaho because. It's perfectly it, uh, understandable, man. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, I it thought, tracks. Yeah, it tracks. You know, like, I, I did talk to a woman whose name is Memory. And I was like, I knew okay. a memory uh, back in. Uh, I still remember her uh, back in Missouri. No, no, but it's it was funny I because still remember her. I mean, going back, going back to the Clint Eastwood talk. Um, right. What was it? Uh, Every which way but lose, or it was the sequel, I think, with the character Echo. Who Echo? Oh God! Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of the greatest running jokes in the movie. But yeah. Um, Good grief. Where were we? When, I'm sorry. I got us all over into Idaho. No, no. It's it's okay. Uh, Which I, also has like the worst COVID record right now. Yeah. They're, well, you and know. South Dakota. Yeah, Who's South the Dakota. governor? Yeah, basically. Christy, Christy Nome, Nome. Who apparently. All right. And. Let's go there. She's, she, it came out in the news this week that South, South Dakota governor Christy Nome. Married. Married. And anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. So not. That bright, uh, but very political. Cheating on her husband. Uh, they also have like three kids, yeah, four, yeah. you know. They got some kids. Um, with, <laughs> with Corey Lewandowski, former Trump campaign manager who got demoted to Trump digital campaign manager, who is now no longer a part of Trump world because he was playing grab ass with some donor's wife at another fundraiser. Spanked the monkey and choked the chicken. What yeah. the hell's going yeah. on here? Come on down. Slap my ass and call me Susan. It is the truth. Yeah. Katie, shut the door. <laughs> no kidding. You went all the way to uh, the governor's house. But huh? here's here's the thing that I I mean, okay, if you know Where's Hope Hicks and all of this? That poor woman. Oh God. <laughs> I, this is one of my things oh. where he is just one of those dudes that it's like, why would you fuck him if you were single? But then also, why would you fuck up your marriage? Like Corey Lewandowski. He's uh, got to have a snake the size of a boa constrictor. That is the only thing I can think that gets him over. Because he's not a he, handsome guy. He talks a good game to stupid yeah. women. Yeah. Maybe. But he look, he's Niedermeyer 2.0. Oh, yeah. My God. He's yeah. a sneaky well, little shit. Without the looks. <laughs> wait, a minute. wait a minute. Didn't Newsom's Dude. ex mess with the Trump? Uh, well, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Don Jr. She's now, yeah. Uh, the co-core for the cokehead. So she was with Newsom, right? Yeah. yeah. And left over and went to Melvin Finkelstein. Yeah, yeah. 
I, wait, what? <laughs> the Trump kid. Melvin he's a, Finkelstein. He's a Melvin Finkelstein, yeah. Do explain. Well, he's I mean, a, we're, he's a weirdo. We used to call Melvin Finkelstein the, the weirdos of the world. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Nothing, nothing I, against no, Jews. Yeah, no, well, you know, no, I mean, no Jewish I'm, thing. It's just I'm, he was the it's, Melvin Finkelstein. It's been a couple months. I'm still reeling from the whole lizard people thing being anti-Semitic because that was- Whoa, a, whoa, whoa. Where, when did those two dots get connected? Uh, that, apparently, like, long ago. That was, like, part of the whole thing. Yeah, I learned about this, and it was really upsetting because so there's I, a th- I love- 13th tribe of Israel of lizards? Uh, I, I honestly, I haven't looked too deeply into the anti-Semitic roots of the lizard people, uh, scandals just because I fucking love lizard people as, as a punchline, uh, as, as a fan of the 1970s miniseries V, um, there, there is, there was just so much to love about the idea of sentient lizard people in politics. And then I find out it's anti-Semitic, and it's like, oh, my God, you guys, this is why we can't have nice things. Because every fun, stupid conspiracy theory has to go back to hating my people and... Well, you are the chosen ones. So-called chosen, frozen, (laughs) if Chuck D is to be believed. In this hey, case, hey, hey, Dave, I, they say black people got an extra bone in their foot. Just join in, brother. Well, yeah, y'all cheat. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah, what you do. Her, woman told me that's why you jump high. You've been cheating a long time. <laughs> been cheating a long time, ship. That's why you run so fast. You Hello. got that got an extra bone in your foot. You might want to give her the extra bone time, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it, it is honestly what? Hey, hello. <laughs> I heard this a long time. I was like, really? Honestly, I, it's hmm. it is it's just it's time for these people to come into the twenty first century. Welcome, uh, mm-hmm. our our ignorance brethren. Uh, <laughs> join us on the side of of logic and believable shit. Uh, it is yeah. it is twenty twenty one, and we are currently two hundred fifty six days into the Biden administration. And as of today, we've got Tempanator. <gasps> 700,429 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 43,584,125 confirmed cases with about 214.6 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 184.9 million of them fully vaccinated, including the three in this very room. Oh yeah. So and uh, you know it's it's already uh, it's already booster shot time for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I think I've got. I know we've talked about this. Did you guys get Pfizer? I did get Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. So I uh, April f- I, actually April Fool's Day was my second. Oh no shit! That was yeah. my that was my first. Oh, but I did go. Johnson. So one and done on the first. All right. Twenty eighth for me. Okay. See March all, of March. Yeah, we're all. Roughly the same time. So yeah, roughly I, the same time soon, yes, for us. Well, for you guys, yeah. yeah. Um, what are you, know, you one and done, folks? Do you guys get boosters? We're supposed to find out in a couple weeks. Like, apparently there have been a lot of studies with Johnson & Johnson, uh, or a.k.a. the Janssen vaccine. Don't ask me. I'm surprised it's not the Johnson & Johnson shot, also known as the Janssen vaccine. We're Beatrice. Brought to you, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. Um, but apparently in a couple of weeks, they're supposed to make some announcement okay. about a booster. But from what I've been hearing, uh, studies show that getting a second shot of uh, the, the Johnson & Johnson is... Advisable? Uh, not just advisable. Like, I mean, 
they, they say you're, you're still good. No need to worry, but it will boost the fuck out of your immunity. Oh, well, then, so yeah. it's like, and you know, again, it's another, like just one time. I so, got into a battle last night. One is uh, about, uh, not letting, she said, well, I don't want that booster shit. I said, but you already got the, well, I got the, you know, I got the cocktail, so I don't need to go. I don't know why they want to give us a booster. I said, um, I will tell you, I said, in this country, I don't care when you were born or what, as an actor, you're older than I am. I said, you have been, you have had to have a shot. You do not get in anywhere. I don't know why people are complaining about a funky shot. We are better today in science-wise medical wise i mean hell it took it took you know when you think about the movie uh um hidden figures those women got those got the the guys to the to the moon by the calculations that they did in their head yeah with pen and paper and and they didn't even want you to know you you see what happens when we don't let black people have the right equipment for the job (laughs) they do stuff in their heads and excel so (laughs) and so i mean they get there and so here we are we're in 2021. You're bothered because it was made quick, and now they're selling you shit. You didn't even know back even back then there was no no type of uh, misinformation that you could have gotten if it didn't come from a newspaper or a radio. I mean, that's just, or basically a television. But you didn't have this internet bullshit. Now everybody's just buying in. I mean, Jim Jones, if he was alive today. Can you imagine the fuckers he would have killed today? If he could have did what he did without an internet back then. What well, he think, well be- think of what he would have saved on real estate if he could just do it all online. Like, all right, although, right. I was going to say it'd be hard to like convince people to mix the poison into their flavor aid. Uh, you know, that I guess you got to get everyone to the party. We got the internet 400 years too soon. <laughs> Dude, I'm not joking. Yeah. As a society, as as a culture, as a people, no, we shouldn't have had this toy this soon. Well, I mean, we're not prepared for it. We're I mean, not emotionally well, mature enough for it. Yeah. We're not smart enough for well, it. Well, they even said, I mean, you know, all, all the guys have stated. I mean, if 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 Jobs knew, he wouldn't even allow his own child to look at a cell phone. He knew what it would do. They knew. I mean, why do you think Zuckerberg, the prick? I mean, because I don't know if you know the news that's coming out about him about what he knew about the misinformation oh, and how yeah, he yeah, took yeah, the yeah. fucking money. Yeah. He took the money and he was he knew what he was doing. Now all of it's coming out about what Trump was doing. He knew what Trump was doing. Yeah. He knew about the way things were set up and, and he they automatically know. I had to tell him, uh, I've told people, you're a fucking lab rat. He said, what did you call me? I said, you're a lab rat, dude. They've already tested this shit. They know what to sell you. It is those of you who are buying in, who do not question, who do not, and you buy in. The problem that you're doing, you think you're questioning, but no, you're not. But you know what? I mean, the the thing that, and and I get it, I'm, I'm weird, so not everybody is going to do this, but, and I'm not saying I was onto them from the beginning. Onto who? Onto Facebook. But when Facebook came out, you know, I decided, all right, I'm going to use this to promote my comedy, you know, and I will connect with friends, family, and long ago acquaintances because, you know, as any artist, that's where you start building your audience. But I remember years ago, 
uh, gal who I like, we grew up in the same neighborhood, went to school together, you know, in high school and then, you know, lost touch. And then Facebook happens and we, yeah. Oh, Hey, yeah. So she moves to LA and we went out to lunch and we're, we're driving to this restaurant and, uh, she, she starts complaining that you do Facebook wrong. I'm like what? She's like, well, all you do is post jokes. How's, how's anyone supposed to know about your life and what's going on with you? I'm like, well, I don't know. They could go out to lunch with me and have a conversation maybe, but you know, and of course, like, you know, political humor, there is a lot of me going into the page, but it's not like my personal page and Hey, look, you know, I'm tagging everywhere I'm going and, and look, look what I had for lunch. And you know, it's like, and I'm not, you know, claiming superiority over the people who do it's just this is how i choose to use facebook you know and so i found that to my advantage like you know during the pandemic and i started having thoughts about post-apocalyptic society so i'm like well we should like just take a look at electric bicycles you know and start pricing stuff and i knew that if i wanted to see ads and get every like PR thing about electric bicycles, all I had to do was click on one ad on Facebook. Oh yeah. You know, um, if I want to find out about cheap sunglasses or sneakers, all I have to do is accept one friend request from a girl with huge breasts. Uh, it's, you know, it's like the thing is it, it's a tool Mm -hmm. that if you, you can use it to your advantage and it's like, yeah, I know I'm giving up a certain amount of my info to them. And that's kind of the price. I'll let you know who I'm associated with, but I won't share too much about why or how. You know, It's like a big handful of mercury. If you're wearing gloves and you don't eat it, you'll be fine. And it looks pretty. <laughs> and it looks pretty and it's shiny. But for God's sakes, don't ingest it. Don't trust it. Man, the minute he had to have a booster seat to light a Congress... <laughs> I was like, fuck this little data looking motherfucker. Yeah. Look at you. No, no. And, 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 you know, he knew. He, he, he knew. Oh, yeah. He yeah. fucking they, knew. They were, they look, the studies were already done. Before you can get it out, you got to do the study. You got, and that's why people, you know, if you ask anybody, what was the Matrix about? <laughs> and they will they will tell you it was about computers. They will tell you, uh, you know, uh, Dude, you know, just it was a, uh, you know, they were fighting over something apocalyptic or whatever. They don't know what it's for. They don't understand. They don't even understand the word. Freedom! You know, yeah, everything's <laughs> about freedom, and, and and they don't understand what what the matrix is. And so, you know, it's like when Mr. you talk to Anderson. Yeah, when you talk to a guy uh, like I did at my job, and he he's bragging to me about his new Yeezys that he bought. You know, the Yeezys and he, and how he paid. Three thousand dollars for the Yeezys, right? Those the, those big freaking sneakers, those yeah, crazy. Which I hear are comfortable as hell. I bet. Yeah, but I told him, I said, uh, I said you bought those. He says, yeah. And he shows, yeah, ship got my Yeezys, man. Is it cool? I said, you know, they make those in the Philippines for a dollar twenty five. He says, you, the fuck you say? I said, what the fuck did you say, man? I said, that's, I said they make those in the Philippines for a dollar twenty five. And I said, you bullshit me, right? I said, no, dude, I'm not bullshitting you. I said, that's what I'm talking about. I said, you, see, you think because I'm sitting here reading my newspaper or my book that I'm an idiot, but you're on Facebook and you're listening to your homies and you're buying all this crap because they like you. You're the guy that's standing in the line 
in the cold to get a pair of Air Jordans that were made for a dollar, and your child is freezing in the car, and you're the one that the cops come along and eventually take your child from you because you sacrificed their life for a fucking pair of tennis shoes that you bought into because you're a label whore. And See, but I will... I, I won't defend these people, no. but I I will stand up for their right to exist because you remember when uh, Nike announced, like, yeah, there was the whole, uh, and this is like, God, it's, it seems like forever ago, but when the whole Colin Kaepernick taking a knee thing started mm-hmm. and Nike announced that they were going to stand behind him, mm-hmm. and so, you know, a lot of conservative white supremacists decided, well, we're we're going to boycott Nike. But the way, you know, and I mean, the way a traditional boycott works is you do not buy that product anymore. And economically, it hurts the company that you're boycotting. Ah. What what these folks do, though, <laughs> is they will destroy the, the branded property that they already own. And some of these people, like there were people who were burning their Nikes, you know, and shooting it and putting it on, on YouTube and you know, you're an idiot, but that's, that's your prerogative. You weren't going to buy new sneakers anyway, but go ahead and burn your perfectly good sneakers and go out and buy a competing brand, whatever. But, and this is the reason that I will, again, I'm not defending, you know, these, these shoe whores, you know, label whores, whatever they are, but I will stand up for their right to exist is because my favorite boycott videos during that time were the people that lit their Nikes on fire while they were wearing them. <laughs> and I, I think I've established on record uh, over the course of this show and the pandemic that, you know, I was, I was really light on sympathy for a lot of these folks before. But now, you know, now that we've crossed the 700,000 line and the last 100,000 deaths post-vaccine in the same area where they're they're spreading the the anti-mask anti-vaccine propaganda you know i'm like the the god what was his name from point counterpoint but in in airplane they bought their tickets <laughs> they knew what they were getting into i say let them die <laughs> But if they can do so or greatly injure themselves in a way that works for my entertainment, Gagazun, have that. I, I want to see this. Well, I mean, it's amazing. They went after, but yet they, they, Nike defended Callan Kaepernick, but they dogged out Tiger Woods because he cheated on his wife. I'm like, and everybody, all these white cats stepped forward and they said, I can't believe he did what he did. He cheated on his wife. I was like, you, we have the highest divorce rate in the world. No one has a higher divorce rate than we do. All you fuckers have been cheating on your wives for years, but yet you try to act like that this guy is the only guy and we have to tear him down. We, we're going to destroy him. And all these companies just kicked him to the curb for yeah. cheating on his wife. Since when is that like that, that means something? You didn't go after Colin. He took a knee. Oh, but he cheated. And because she was this blonde, you know, white chick who, who's going to get, I mean, I think she got $200 million. Matter of fact, she tore down a, five, a $50 million home to have it rebuilt. Said it had, um, you know. It bad, had ter- bad juju. It had termites and all this stuff in it. You know, but you tore it down. I mean, so, and they were, and she was a nanny before she met him. The girl was, mo- wasn't even a model yet. She was modeling after she got with him. 
And everybody hated him. But that I was sitting there going, wow, really? And I had guys I, come in there and say, hey, look what he did. I feel, I think sometimes that uh, he might be like the Mike Tyson of golf. Yeah. Like Earl was such a huge presence. Right. And a stabilizing influence, but also taught him bad things. Right. Taught him not to respect women. Taught him to go out and cheat because Earl was playing. Well, his mother's the mistress. Yeah. Yeah, mom's the mistress. Mom was the mistress. So, you know, I, I, I think he got such a bad head full of wiring from his dad and the pressure right. and the weird thing and his whole like navy seal obsession and doing right. all those crazy um right. uh, like you know figured crash houses and going in and training with swat team members that's where he screwed up his Earl back. did that no oh tiger, tiger. yeah i yeah. didn't even know that oh tiger he was to jump out of planes yeah he was doing all this crazy seal training stuff because he thought you know want to be a tough guy want to be a tough guy like Earl. Earl was yeah. a tough guy. But he was screwing. The, the, I, I, I personally don't think they should have went after him because he was banging all the, the IHOP waitresses. That's what he was screwing. He wasn't like screwing. The only chick that, he, that was big time what, was... Are we talking the, Tiger or Earl? The Tiger. tiger. Okay. Yeah, Earl, Earl you know, was going was after the Strictly Asian. Waffle House? Yeah, well, Asian, Asian. <laughs> tiger was hitting Waffle House, IHOP. You know, he'd come in town. He was just a young dude. He, was, he got married way too young. You know, he shouldn't yeah. have did it. He was a hoe. And he should have been allowed to be a whole. And people forget about golf, golfers being freaks because they they doing, you know. But well, shit. I mean, John Daly. Yeah, I mean, if you want, do not buy his alcoholic product. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I John I Daly didn't know he had one. John but Daly has one that's in a uh, a Harlequin sequined can, and it's supposed to be a boozy Arnold Palmer. That's what I call John Daly. We'll see, and it's. To say it's foul would be an upgrade. Oh wow! You, I would recommend cleaning uh, car parts with it. Oh, mm. wow! But he was—he was a good. He was yeah, a hard drinking. He was a chain smoking, hard drinking, goof, son of a bitch, son of a bitch who yeah. could drive a ball. Good lord, could that guy hit? But his middle game and short game weren't great, and that's why he's not a pro golfer anymore. Yeah, well, well, he's now on the, the, the boots. Is he playing, he's playing on the old tour? Yeah, but you know, Junior, why's he out for Junior? Yeah, his son's amazing. No kidding. Yeah, John Junior is a motherfucker. He cool. Is, uh, yeah, All right. So what's what, what's he, his drink of choice? Yeah, hopefully he doesn't become it because <laughs> right. his dad's told him. I mean, he's got. He's definitely got a dude that can tell him. Yeah, you know, don't do that. Yeah, yeah cautionary pussy, tale. Yeah, pussy in the booze took him down. Do uh, is he wearing? Is he wearing dad's pants? He's got dad style. He dresses like dad. Nice. Yeah, he, he looks like him. He's just he's just a miniature version of him right, right. now. He's fifteen years. He can drive the ball over 300 yards, and he's 15 years old. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's a hitter. He's a hitter. Yeah. Nice. Hey, now, uh, well, I don't know if you put that in there, Dave, but um, they can't find the guy who killed the chick. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the laundry dude. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah. Well, it's funny because it's... Hey, Doc, Doc the Bounty Hunter's on the case, you guys. Thank you for bringing that up because <laughs> I, wanted, uh, no, I wanted to talk about this uh, last Shameless week. Shameless huckster. Because a lot of people, you know, are talking, oh, well, it's missing white girl syndrome, you know, and look at all the the women of color from across the racial spectrum who've been abducted that press-wise, nobody gives a shit about. And, and the aliens. I, oh, 700 Well, that's what I'm women. saying. Yeah, like, you that's know, crazy. In the, in the women of color umbrella. But one of the things that, you know, because people, and I'm certainly not disagreeing with, with the missing white girl syndrome uh diagnosis here but 
one of the things that I think is really relevant and possibly more is it's not just that she's a white girl. It's that she was a, like a white and the finger quotes are heavily implied here. Uh, celebrity girl, you know, she's like a YouTube influencer, which is how like people knew her. And honestly, I think like, you know, because yes, missing white girl does sell a lot of newspapers, but missing white celebrity girl, well, I never heard that part. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is why there were so many people freaking out. Like she and and uh, her her boyfriend slash presumed murderer were were driving around the country in a van, you know, and I, I doing their was... YouTube videos for yeah. hey, we're in a van. And I think the celebrity angle, it you know, because yes, the the press loves a missing white girl story, you know. But this is actually interesting because but if she's a celebrity and then like, as Jeff said, you know, now you've got that whole other angle. You can bring in dog, the bounty hunter. It's like you can expand the franchise. Yeah. But I think the interesting story is the fact that she, they saw the fight. I mean, I mean, when, the, I mean, he interviewed her separately from him, the scratches were there, but she sounded like an abused chick. It's like, oh, but he didn't mean to do it. I hit him first and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no. And so they, they hired this FBI chick. Uh, it was on uh, Inside something, what the Inside show they call it. And they, they looked at it and she said, this is classic. Yeah. You yeah. should have, he should have never, she should have never been allowed to go with him. Right. Once the, once the Utah we, Highway Patrol pulled her over and she was obviously A, in distress and B, physically marked up from right. a fight, they should have arrested him. Right. Immediately. Immediately. What, what, yeah, I mean, Wait, are you it, suggesting that maybe a, a state that's they you know, largely based from a patriarchal <sighs> religion uh, is going to turn the other cheek when it comes to uh, helping an abused woman? I'm saying I'm shocked that in a state that is full of Mormons that a blonde chick didn't get help. Well, that's another right. way brother. That's all I'm saying. If a sister had told that the brother put hands on, oh, yeah, we got him here. Yeah, get him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'd have went to jail. But the fact that she, they handed her, almost reminded me of the Jeffrey Dahmer deal when they had the- Oh, you know, right. Yeah, they oh, handed Jesus. her back. Yeah. I mean, handed him back to Jeff. And he said, lover's quarrel, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dead the next day. Yeah, well, and- naked, naked, screaming, bloody man running down the yeah, street. Yeah, he's bleeding out of his ass. Yeah. And they gave him, they gave him, gave him back. Gave him back to Dahmer. And yeah, the well, cop- you know cops are like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and But they still, I mean, you know, the uh, the chief resigned. The chief of police for Utah of that he resigned because they're like, dude, you got to explain that. Yeah, this woman's clearly got scratches on her face, yeah. on her neck, you know, and you didn't arrest this guy. You should at least held him. She didn't call her parents, you know. And this dude goes away. I mean, he comes two weeks later. He's dead because he brings. He's driving around her van. He comes back home. Didn't tell her parents. Yeah, that he was back. And they're like, uh, Jeff, you seen my son? Like, hey, you know, see my daughter? You know where she is? And no, don't know. You know, <laughs> didn't say a word. And his parents didn't question shit. And that's why they believe they're helping. Oh, I'm sure. But the fact that you went to the Everglades, still, I, mean, I think he's in Florida somewhere. No, he's he in Cuba. Yeah. Oh, hey, he's gone. And unless dog can go to Cuba. Dogging. Well, also, well, you thing, know, hey, this, this could work out well. Maybe we can get back to the uh, the Obama, like you know, freedom, freedom to go to Cuba again. 
It, you know, if some good comes of this. Yeah. Well, no, they, they, the guy asked me, what, what do I think of the whole Haitian thing, you know? Like they're rounding them up, you know, with the, with the horses right, right. and everything, right? And I said, and you know, immediately you, you do go back in, in time because what does it look like? They look like yeah. the guys, you know, rounding up slaves. You know, he's on the horse and everything. Come here, 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 here yeah. you know, doing all this So shit. you're saying the the Haitians should be uh, better dressed? No. Well, well, it <laughs> should be dressed as horses. Yeah. That'd be helpful. Yeah, but it, you know, and the fact that they figured that they could go after them like yeah. that and round them up, and it's like you know, the cameras see you, jackass. The thing that I love about that is all those photos, and then people get on social media and start defending it. Well, they weren't really using whips. I'm like, hey, let me smack you about the head and shoulders with a horse rein, and you see, then you can split the fucking hair on whether or not that's a whip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Really? Oh, well, I mean, everybody, they, as they say to me, Ship, you got to see both sides of it. You remember the the, the black <laughs> dude who, who didn't pull over? Uh, the, he was the uh, lieutenant in the service in the, the Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, pulled, yeah. And they pepper sprayed him, and you ought to be scared. We I think it have... was in uh, Alabama, maybe. Well, I mean, it was somewhere in the South. Yeah. But, yeah, and I mean, the you know, point stands. Over, and the, the, you know, the, the, the car was clearly a brand new car because he didn't have a, a, a plate. Right. And they were, you know, so a friend of mine sent me that from Brandon, uh, Brandon Tatum, the, who's a uh, political uh, Republican pundit. And he says to me, See, so you got to see both sides of it. I said, you can see both sides all you want. What I see is they had no right to do what they did, and that's why they're fired. I said, you guys, I said, yeah, I get that your brother's a detective. That's cool and all, but I'm not, I said, uh-uh, not buying it. Well, and I mean, so much has been said about, you know, the, the not the death of expertise, but the public attempts to murder it. Uh, right. is, that's, that's a much better way to put that. Yeah, I go. mean, it's, you know, it's there's this mentality that, like, what I think is equal, if not more important than what you know. And I've bitched about how this ties back to religion and the whole idea of faith. It's like, no, you know, there are things for which you need proof. And just because you believe it, right. It doesn't make it so, and it certainly doesn't make it equal to what has been proven. I believe Charlize Theron should be my wife. <laughs> doesn't make it true. No, it doesn't make hey. it. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. No. Oh, but I firmly believe that. Yeah. And Jeff, you know, I was baptized twice. They should didn't have stick either time. <laughs> I should have been. I should have been down there. Pull him down just a little while longer. I see another smudge there. Get that off of him too. And when they brought me up, I was worse than when I went in. You know, you want to go in again? I think I should go in again. You know, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy. <laughs> Reminds me of the, the last wedding that I was a uh, uh, one. Of, I was a groomsman and old buddy of mine from college. Uh, Catholic Church, and Long as we wedding. were going oh, in for man, the rehearsal, <laughs> uh, I, I looked at one of the other groomsmen. I said, uh, "I may burst into flames when we walk in here. <laughs> if that happens, I'll be out on the sidewalk smoking." <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a brilliant double entendre yeah. uh, in in so many ways, and everyone like got the main flammable thing. Right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. church, church ain't no place for me. No, no, no. I mean, it's, I will, I, out of respect, I will tolerate. I'm not gonna, you know, but 
Hey, don't be in a church Inside. with no air conditioning, and you can feel that one drop of sweat goes into the mm. crack of your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's yeah. actually why they have you stand up and sit down so many times in Catholic weddings, oh, is to move the sweat around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let your love flow <laughs> like a mountain stream. <laughs> Bellamy Brothers, right? Oh, yes. Wow. Mm. Yes. Uh, thank you for that eight seconds of yacht rock. That was uh, <laughs> fabu. Yeah. Well, I was almost more on like the the uh, AM country rock kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, hey, I actually got the brothers down at the lounge to go down on me. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you got them to Seeger. Yeah, man. It's, it, 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 nice. it, it is it is a Seeger lounge. Yeah. <laughs> and wait a minute, Gino Seegers was the guy said, and he sang the song because he can sing, right? He said, Ship, did you just do? <laughs> did you do Bob Seeker and the Silver Bullet? Down on, man. And he went into the whole thing. I was like, man, dude, man, I know that song, brother. Yeah. Uh, so, hey. Well, speaking of uh, non sequitur, ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, no, one of the one of the big announcements out of Washington this week that had nothing to do with the the budget or the debt ceiling was that the January sixth commission was issuing subpoenas uh, even further. And Trump is saying he's going to claim executive privilege on all the documents. Thing that I'm wondering is Trump claiming executive privilege. Isn't that basically like getting fired from McDonald's and still going in for your shift meal? <laughs> it's like, no, you don't it's, work here it's, anymore. Yeah, it's like right. being fired it's from like McDonald's. You may, have, you may have kept the uniform, exactly. which in Trump's case is the Secret Service protection. But yeah. that doesn't mean you still work here. Right. No. And, uh, you know, actually with everybody, and I had already said this, because a friend of mine said, man, you know, the, you know, what do you think of this thing? I said, it's all going to lead back to him. He orchestrated the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You, I mean, he told those guys to stand down. They said, well, why weren't there any troops? Because he told them, mm-hmm. don't show up. He told all of them. He, when he, he put said, his goons in at the yes. Department of Defense. Right. And, yeah, and what, the Pentagon. Michael Flynn's brother was in charge of the National Guard unit in D.C. that day. Yeah. The Come one on. that didn't show up for three and a Kel, half hours? Kel Surprise. Right. Yeah. Because they asked so. the brother... The brother who was over, he said, dude, how soon could you have been there? He said, 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. He said, but you, we didn't see you for three, four hours. He said, I know. I could have been See, now, I, I do have to say, uh, as someone who lives in Los Angeles, I did not question too much how it took people four hours to go <laughs> eight <laughs> miles. Right. So that's my bad. Right. But I, I, I was sitting there going, I said, it's going to come out. Yeah. And they knew it. I mean, it's like, you guys are going to get caught. Now, I can't say it will do anything for his people, Trump, the, the no. idiots who believe. Because yeah. remember, in Arizona, they did the audit. They still said that Trump lost, and they still don't believe it. Yeah. Well, so and what he's even do? going out there, like Telling in his rallies, saying that he won. That the, the, the evidence proves that he won. Whereas it was like, no, it actually proves that Biden beat you by even more. Yeah, yeah but he lost by another couple of hundred votes after the audit, right? Who's yeah. the invisible? Who's the invisible marine that they're talking about that grabbed the baby? The Trump brought this guy. Oh, up. oh, oh, right. Um, the, the yeah, he was an active duty lance corporal who spoke at a political rally, which is in direct violation of his oath oath of um, service. Right. Well, and, and, and you wonder why the, they call them oath keepers. Yeah. 
Right. And so here this guy is trying to tell the story. He's and they said, well, they were picking up many babies that day. And uh, so which baby got well? He but see where he got in trouble. And you know CNN's going to be on him and say no. That they didn't say exactly, but they said that guy is not the guy that picked that baby up right. that everyone was talking about. Right. That went over the very first one, the very first thing they saw. But Trump tried to say that it was, and they're they're cheering him on. What really blew me away of the brothers that's standing behind this idiot. I don't know black people, man. I was like, man, y'all can't really you buying this shit, really? They, yeah. I mean, you know, there there are people of every race, creed, and I, color that are are putting themselves forward to get scammed. Oh my god! And I, you know, it comes down to isn't that to still, just it's stupid silk people then too? Huh? It's silk, uh, silk and silk. Di- diamond and silk drawers. Oh, yeah, yeah. With them oh. two dumbass sisters, I was like, man, black people. They would, you know, right now there's some sisters out there that would give them a blanket party. They would beat the crap out of them. Well, they hate them. Yeah, I mean, there. You know, we've talked about this on the on the show before. You know, you, you were talking about every slave rebellion that got put down was because a brother, you know, sold them out, sold them out. And there were in the concentration camps, there were Jews known as capos who they were helping the Nazis out because they figured, you know, that's gonna that's gonna save my ass. But and granted, you know, slavery ended. Uh, the concentration camps were liberated, but. Just because you're going to be at the end of the punishment line, you're still in line. Yeah. They just got the. Remember, I don't know if you saw this. They got the 98 year old chick. Yeah, and, and she and she and she split. No, she's going to jail. Yeah, yeah, but but prior to her getting caught again, uh-huh. she was supposed to show up for the trial, and she boogied out of the nursing home. Oh, and tried tried to get a car. Tried yeah, to people split. don't. You know, this is one of those no. things that people don't but understand about old people. You know, and and not even like. The, uh, well, I, I'm not going to sit here and parse levels of criminality, but you remember like a couple of years ago, there was that old woman who kept just like sneaking in airports and getting on planes. Right. Oh yeah. 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 The stowaway lady. Yeah. 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 And then like she, they, okay, well we're throwing you in jail for two days and I learned my lesson. And then a week later she was like the Su- Susan Collins of air travel. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think we've all learned a very important lesson here. And I don't think he'll and, do it again. Yeah. And now like three weeks later, you're sneaking onto another plane and it was like O'Hare, LAX, Denver. It's like, wait, how is she? No one is asking. How is she getting to these new places where she's sneaking onto planes? Maybe by plane. She. It's just <laughs> we're only paying attention to the cities where she gets caught. I, you know, but well, it'd be like that black woman, the old, older black woman that was kept stealing. I mean, she kept stealing diamonds. Oh, dude, and, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like because they wanted to do a movie about her, you know, and she they let her out. And next thing you know, you know, there she was again, you know, still in another diamond ring, a diamond necklace or something. She was in it and she just came so good. Wait, 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 she's 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 an old woman, so it's not a strong arm robbery. It's no. probably not an armed robbery at all. Right. Is she just like yeah. casually sneaking the, sneaking it when the sales lady ain't looking? Yeah. Nice. Cleaning them out. <laughs> and they catch her on camera and then all of a sudden they go and find her and, and you know, she's in jail. You know, and then they'd come back back again. Yep. Does she, does she like jail? I mean, that's no, no, a no, no, <laughs> three hots and a cop, man. I mean, well, I mean, unless you, you know, I, if you I, like, I, if you like bologna sandwiches, yeah, yeah I mean, that. you know, we call it uh, mystery meat. It's a mystery, you know, or you know. Uh, well, you know, bologna is just a lie we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better about what we're eating. <laughs> right. It's you know, 
It's the, ba- the old saying about the the more you know how laws about how laws and sausages are made, the less you want to partake of either. Right. And you know, bologna's <laughs> just like it's a cold sausage. Hey, and- my mother got my tennis shoes at the deli. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cold cut tennis. Shoes. Maybe that's how y'all got that extra bone in your foot. Yeah. Just ask the butcher and for the bones, son. Dogs used to chase me home because I had that scent on my feet. <laughs> made you made you fast though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Until my buddy Fred was around, who was the, one of the greatest rock throwers there ever was. Yeah. Fred could stop a German Shepherd in his step. No, but we were we were talking moments ago about uh, this woman getting caught. For, for shoplifting, getting caught on video. And yeah. speaking of uh, uh, women who didn't get caught on video, former White House press secretary who held zero press conferences. Stephanie Grisham. Stephanie Grisham has a book coming out. And we, we started talking about this at the end of last week's episode with the Bob Woodward book. And... You know, Tymon, you had mentioned earlier that a lot, I think this was while we were recording, might have been when we were talking pre-show, but uh, that all of the Trump loyalists that were in the circles, you know, are are now putting out their books and and turning against. And even uh, Omarosa won a lawsuit this week uh, saying that the NDA she signed was bullshit. So she wasn't bound to it. Uh, You know that. Bezos having purchased the Mark Burnett catalog of NBC shows now means that he's in charge of the NDAs. Ah, wow. interesting. Well, but <laughs> so the thing with wanted, the Omarosa D, uh, yeah. NDA was that it, the way the the NDA was written was so broad as to the judge said, no, like the way this is written, she would never be able to say anything bad about Donald Trump, the company, the campaign, anything. And that, no. But you can't make people sign an NDA when you work for the government. You right. Well, there's, there's that, that too. To, there's the that, that too. But that. it's like, this is kind of like one of those, like, before we even get to that, you know, it's right. like, you know, <laughs> before we even mention all the babies you murdered, you should not have been in the nursery in the first place. Right. So let's get to the trespassing. I Obviously, I mean, in taking that, the oath that, is enough. That that covers you. Once you take the oath, of, of, when you take an oath of office and you're going in and you're working in this, we are, I mean, you're hey already Hey, man, told. when I said I was going to be a public servant, I didn't mean all the public. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know where... Just, the, just, and, just my people. Well, <laughs> and this is one of the things that really irked me that spent a lot of time taking up space in my head over the, the Trump presidency was... When he took the oath of office, he said that he would protect and defend the Constitution, yada, yada, to the best of his ability. And I always, you know, thought that, well, you know, they should go after him for, you know, going against his his oath oath of office. office. Okay. But then there's that sneaky little to the best of my ability. And, you know, as <laughs> you he, think he's just so lame. He can't be. Yeah. You hung know, up well, on it's, that? it's like the old, the old okay. folk tale, uh, that he would often tell about Democrats where it was like, uh, no guys, this is, this is him accusing other people of what he's doing. But the thing oh. with the lady who picks up the snake. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Uh, that's like, that's so self relevatory. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, 
but he took after Cohen. This guy, this is the same guy. Oh, like that's a great role model. Right, like, right, let's put him saying, in office. Right, but I mean, here it is. McCarthy hires Cohen yeah. to go after and find out who the communists are and who's the gays. When he's gay. Yeah. How do you but at least that? he wasn't a communist. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and then, wait a minute. And they, Cock over communist any day of the week, my friend. And hey, Cohen, you know, we're America. We have standards. Cohen and his buddy, Cohen and his buddy, that, you know, they would go, his little lover, they would go in and wreck hotels, tear them up, do all kinds of crazy things. And go after other that's gays. Prob- that's and probably because were- that's what got them hot. <laughs> and there were gays all throughout Washington. Yeah. And they thought, well, I'm sitting there going, well, wait a minute. And, and McCarthy's an alcoholic. The guy ends up dying of cirrhosis of the liver. Wait, an alcoholic from Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, wait, no, yeah. that tracks. Say then hires so. the gay dude. Now I'm like, well, did McCarthy know that Cohen was gay? Well, shit. And J. Edgar Hoover was gay. So, I mean... They both got lovers. Well, I mean, you know, you're going out there, and then you're then Cohen is is teaching Trump how to be the rotten motherfucker that he is. But you know what? I mean, as as far as the rest of the country has come, no pun intended, uh, in in terms of gender and sexuality and recognizing people for who they are. Washington, D.C. is still very, very old school. And, you know, we we talk about Roy Cohn and J. Edgar Hoover. I mean, fucking Lindsey Graham right there today. And it's, I don't know if it's the political thing Dave, or the Southern thing. Dave, I'm But I'm, I'm he straight. still feels. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight where it counts. In the boardroom. <laughs> This, that's exactly what he said, though. He said, I'm, 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 for all practical purposes, I'm, I'm straight where it counts. Like, really, Lindsay? Is that your voting record? Uh, know. You know, um, Is that the way you drive? But the, but the <laughs> thing is, it's like, yeah, there is, there is still that shame in certain segments of our society. And there are still people who know exactly how to take advantage of the fact that that shame exists. That's yeah. That's where that's where. And so you ask, like, how could you know Roy Cohn work with McCarthy? It's like, how could Lindsey Graham work with Trump or Bush or any other Republican? You know, in in the last. So I mean, so I mean, and that makes it even goes back to even more. It, it and it also it just comes all the way back. You can even go back in history where they made up stuff that you know. You had the Puritans who would sit back and go, well. Well, you know, if you're a Christian, you can't sleep with a slave, but we'll change that rule, change that rule, and if you sleep with it. They started changing rules, even though every time they got busted doing something, they had to change the idea, well, or you had yeah. to change, I mean, you, you know, know, but, but you had to... To, you, to go they, back to one know, of my favorite Jeffrey Scott Hendrick quotes, you know, it's the, the goalposts on wheels. The Puritans right. invented moving the goalposts before we even had goalposts. Right, but yet, and, and, and here we are... And this thing, and it's like, you caught this guy doing this. And like you said, it goes from the Coens, it goes to the Lindsey Grahams. And who's, I mean, what's his name? But I mean, uh, it, goes back, I mean it goes back but, even further because, you know, you want to talk about the Puritans. Let's talk about the King James Bible because <laughs> the, the whole thing with Here we go. the Watch it, Bible. Dave. Watch it, Dave. No, no, no. I mean, Oh, let's you know, do this. Come on, I'm, Dave. Come on, I'm Dave. I'm not necessarily OG, but I happen to know that the original text is in Aramaic. Every time it's been translated or, you know, rewritten, it's gone through edits. Uh, well, that, just to make true. it a little more convenient to the folks who are in power. The Council so, of Nicaea and the Council of Trentos. 
Um, big Bible swap meets, basic Bible book swap meets. That's well, I mean, and, and Constantine wasn't really he he he, he picked yes. they picked the books that Come they on. wanted. There it yes. is. You know, the Book yes. of Thomas is not in there. The no. Book of oh, Mary yeah. is not no. in there. And the, because the Book of Thomas bumped head with the Book of John, we could not have that book in there because of. I mean, the Gnostic Gospels even stated that ding, you know, bing, 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 you, know, you yes. can't have that. Yes, you know, and then yeah, but King I James mean, was gay anyway. So exactly, you know. but the point is that the, the, <laughs> every time, every time there's been a translation, you know, and whoever's in charge of the translation, it's usually you know we're putting it in our language to make it easier for our people to get the message, and as long as we're making it easier for them to get the message, let's just craft the message a little bit because as long as we're editing nobody's going to know and every subsequent generation and translation from another language or to you know the you got this uh what is it the because i know there's the standard revised uh version which is that's basically your your bible of bibles uh when it comes to the the academic it's study the, it's the same bible then, that they that you beat slaves in the name of god with you know but yet oh, you weren't allowed slaves in period right yeah. well, and then you know you well, weren't allowed slave, to you know, the slave wasn't allowed to read the bible if you were ta- if you were caught well, teaching because, the slave because to the, read the slaves bible. may focus on that whole thing in the original text about you know slavery well, you, being bad egypt going back to your no. brenner bring me moses the slaves may see that and think like Oh yeah, there there may be something here, but no, no, no. look at the sequel. <laughs> no. And well, it's, no, it's slaves. ham. We were well, we uh, can't eat that either. Well, no, well, <laughs> Noah's were, son, I know. Right, right, I know. Yeah, they were because they said the slave was the son of Ham, and that's why you guys were punished. So they would tell black people, "Hey, you know, you're being punished because you are the son of you know of Ham, and that's why you are in this whole thing, and you were darker, and you know, and that's why you." But then uh, uh, we, the black folks would ask, "Well, what did you do to the Indian? Why are you?" What did, what did he do? He taught you how to eat here. You wouldn't even know how to live if the Indian wouldn't have shown you how to grow food in sand with yeah, using but, compost. Yeah, but then they wanted something in return. <laughs> but then you, <laughs> and they you just know, wanted as, to be as has land. been the theme on this show for like the last month, America's motto should be, I got mine, fuck you. Right. And so that no, I got mine and I want yours. Fuck you. Well, yeah. <laughs> like well, they showed me John Muir. You know John Muir. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and he, you know, he the you know, the founder of our national parks. Right, but then they found out that John Muir was a racist, and I was like, does does any of these guys? I mean, they were so judgmental of other people, but it's like the Indians showed you yeah. where Yellowstone Park was. I mean, it was called God's Country for a reason because when the soldiers. We're chasing Indians. They went, holy shit! Where the fuck is this place at? The Indians already knew where it was, and they were, but they didn't want that. They wanted. And if the only good thing about John Muir, if he hadn't have stepped in, uh, Yellowstone Park would be condos. They yeah. would have made all of it. They would have. They would have took that land and bought it. That's what the fight was. Yeah. To leave um, us, you know. So. Muir, yeah, John Muir and Teddy Roosevelt. Right. Those two cats. Yeah. If they, I mean, Without yeah. those two, man, we don't right. have a national park system. Although I have a friend of mine that's pissed at me about Teddy Roosevelt because 
he, he said, well, you know, because, you know, um, San Juan Hill, you know, the, the whole battle. Well, he didn't like the fact that there's a, a, a book out about how the brothers are the reason why he won San Juan Hill. There were brothers in that deal. And he said, that's not true. Uh, the, the, this whole thing about Buffalo soldiers and, and black people. Dreadlock Rosters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobbison. You know, and how they, you know. So he, yeah, do you, he, want to, you, you want to go through and list people of color and their military accomplishments? They're amazing. Oh, they're amazing. We'll piss, we'll piss people off <laughs> and, all day long. Which, which is the reason why um, um, Drew Brees got in trouble when he came out and he talked about, well, my uncle served in the service, and it's like, and so one of my buddies spoke up. Yeah, man, Brew was right. I said there was a lot of brothers that served too. Too bad they were lynched in the uniform. Mm-hmm. He said, "What the?" I said, "There were also uh, other immigrants, you know, Jewish." Uh, Armenian uh, people, I said, but the only problem was they didn't like when the French was, you know, they didn't like the you know brothers coming home and getting all the, the ticker. It was always jealousy. There was this yeah. huge jealousy thing, and they were, you know, shooting them and lynching them in their uniforms. I, I, they still forget the, uh, the 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 play from Houston, uh, uh, from a soldier Tex- a soldier story. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Texas. Uh, there was a battle. Uh, brothers oh. went in town. And oh yeah, 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 yeah! Went yeah, yeah. into town, and then they came and they chased them back to the barracks. Uh, on, and the the guards let them on, let the town people go onto the deal, and they, you know, there was gunfire and everything. White cats got killed, and they, they all those uh, soldiers got hanged except one. They told me, man, you need to be here to tell the story, and that's uh, so. It's, it's a big change that folks didn't know. So yeah. America, we've come America. a long way, babe. Yeah, we have. Well, we are uh, speaking of uh, pissing people off for for way too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like but, to I like to call that my career. But I do want to <laughs> I do want to go out on a, a couple happy notes from from the past week in news. First, Alex Jones, judge decided against him that he is oh, responsible for. Do you know how he lost? Horribly. No, no, well, beyond that, yeah. Bravo, but laziness. Oh. He just didn't file paperwork that was required. Well, but I don't think it's laziness because you can't. It's kind of like Giuliani testifying in court in the past few months about the the election and fraud. How when he's out on the streets, he's talking all about the fraud and everything, but when he's in court, he's not. And the reason I think Alex Jones didn't produce the paperwork was because you're you're in a position where you can either provide counterfeit paperwork to the court and face even more consequences, or you just don't turn anything in and people will give you the benefit of the doubt and think you're a fat, lazy, crazy man. Yeah. He's just... But yeah, so that that is some happy-making news. I got 20 bucks says he offs himself before the end of the year. Who's that? Alex Jones. Jones, I think Alex Jones takes his own life. I think he would have to figure out how to monetize it first. Oh, well, then it's pay-per-view, baby. One show show only. Like, make Alex Jones the G.G. Allen of the the right. Uh, That would would be beautiful. Except he would do so many shows where he keeps promising to commit suicide, not doing it. And then he winds up dying off camera, you know, from like an ivermectin overdose or something. 
poops himself to death. Yeah, well, you know, he's been spewing shit out of the other end of his body for so long. Hello, Hi-o. everybody. Hi-o. Uh, but the other good news of the week that, that comes with a little bad news. The good news is uh, Brett Kavanaugh has been diagnosed with COVID. The bad news is uh, no one is taking my suggestions to lock him in a room with Clarence Thomas and Amy COVID Barrett. Seriously. So, you know, I'm going to take the small win. I can't taste my beer. Um, sorry. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's crying in now. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's hope they keep him away from uh Stephen Breyer and um uh, lock him in a room with Clarence Thomas, Amy Covid Barrett. I think they could all teach each other some valuable lessons about uh killing the other guy to save yourself. Man, oh man, oh man. I mean it's it's like Saw but without the weirdo in the mask. <laughs> All right, well, I got to call my agent. I got a movie to pitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> when are we going to have 13 Supreme Court justices like we have 13 federal courts? That, well, that would make sense. And I think, honestly, make it's. Mitch you know, said he's going to block it. Yeah. So, Who said? Mitch? Mitch. Mitch. Oh, well, fuck. That's, so, that's his job. You know, in his head. but we'll see. We'll see where Democrats go uh, if they learn anything about messaging and. Never mind you know, messaging. No, kill, no, kill no, the, no, no, Kill no, the filibuster. But this is the thing. Ram it, it down is, their throats. Yeah, but they're the only way they're going to be able to get away with killing the filibuster is by changing their messaging to two things. Number one, showing what they do. You know, and this has been like a big topic on all the news shows this week. But the problem with what the Democrats have been doing with the infrastructure bill bills is they've let the conversation become about the price rather than about what the bills provide. Also, the, yeah, and also so they haven't. That's got to be the yeah. first tack of their messaging is talk about all the good shit you're trying to get done. The second tack. And they have to do them both simultaneously, kind of like the infrastructure bills. But while you're talking up what the bills do, talk about all the Republican obstructionism, about how the Republicans are saying it is about this, but what it's doing is preventing you, the people, from getting this. Yeah. So it doesn't matter why the Republicans are doing it, what the end effect Right. of what they're doing is is that you do not get what we are trying to give to you. I'd like to I'm all uh, I'd go one more on that. I'd like them to stick a body count on that. That well that would be lovely, but really I think we're asking a lot for two things simultaneously. Uh, we throw a third thing in there. Just just tell them hey every time they block this 15,000 people die from lack of access to this because we lose what 70,000 people a year due to lack of access to healthcare. That's a that's a low that's a, yeah. that's a very low number, but that's, that's the last ball. one that I saw popped up. Seventy thousand people that should be alive if we had the same kind of health care that every other developed nation has, and we could have it. We have we we we're able to give three quarters of a trillion dollars to the defense industry every single year without batting an eye. Well, since I was determined to go out on a good note, uh, and you uh, had to bring us back into politics, uh, I will just respond to me. to it's your. All no, my, no, no, it's no, all no, my no, fault. No. We had a bad show. I will. I, <laughs> 
Nah, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm poking I'm fun. I'm the executive uh, here. I That falls on me. That is on my desk. Uh, well, if, unfortunately, if that, that reflects happen. back on me because you had me on as a guest. Well, you know, we could go down this rabbit hole for years, but I will respond to, uh, to okay. your last point right. uh, by quoting the great Western philosopher Jimmy Cliff uh, when I say that uh, you can get it if you really want, but you must try, try, and try. Try and try <laughs> till you succeed at last. Yeah, man. So, gonna leave everyone feeling irate with that little island wisdom. Nice. And I will thank you guys for being here. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, running run over the ending, that's time and shove. So, you know, it's. <laughs> You're lucky. I'm just the only one dressing you down. But no, I am. Uh, I am very happy you are here. It is always a pleasure. You you prove yourself every single time. That's why we keep calling you back. So, Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, thank you so much You're for welcome. being with us this week. Always a pleasure. Should. Ah, you yes. desire. Where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? If any of you still have commercial television, <laughs> I am a commercial actor, and I uh, I just shot a, a national for State Farm. So in the coming weeks and months, you'll be able to see me on your television anytime there's basketball on, me and uh, the fabulous uh, Monty Williams, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Hey, hey right which, on. Which, uh, if I can drop a name. Super, I think you just did. Super cool guy to work with. Super fun to to do the ad, and it it's it's on the ha ha scale. We got we got some funny in it. So hey, there um, you go. There it is. Watch your TV. Well, yeah. Nobody nobody watches uh, uh, sports. No. And, no. Yes. No. Series. So yeah, I don't think anyone's going to see that. Well, Mazel Tov, and thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you for being here with us today, <coughs> Mister Time and Ship. Always a Yow pleasure, Yow. sir. Yow. <laughs> Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Time and Ship at Wibbly dot com is my website. Time and Ship at uh, Instagram. Time and Ship at Facebook and uh, YouTube. Uh, you can get all my YouTube clips are on there. Um, my book, My East St. Louis, is on Amazon.com, which has been turned into a sitcom now and everything. And um, that is pretty much it. Don't have any shows uh, coming up, although the Comedy Chateau had wanted me, but then they told me uh, you didn't bring anybody, so we can't have you do a show. Uh, uh, so, hey, told them, hey, thank you. They said, we'll send you some other dates. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> 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 Ah, good times. Well, thank you, thank you for being here, uh, and and for bringing the funny. Yeah. That's that's all we ask you to bring. Yeah. So, thank you for doing that. <laughs> uh, me, I'm I'm Doctor David Robinson. Uh, I'm actually this is kind of funny, and I don't expect I will be recognizable. But if you <laughs> find yourself at home next Friday, October eighth, catch the season premiere of 2020 on ABC. Uh, in which I uh, will be appearing in one of the reenactments in the story about the Chippendales murder. So good times. I was going to say you you look like you're in really good shape and you're not wearing a shirt today. What's up with that? Well, you know, everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, Chris Farley reference. Um, watch that. Elsewise online, you can catch me on the Facebook at Doctor Dot David Dot Robinson. 
on Instagram. I am rarely there, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S. B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you've got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, not sure why you're still listening, but thanks for sticking around, making a deal. You don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye! Bye-bye!